Hello! Welcome to this podcast. My name is Dan, aka Lucent, and this is Criminally Underrated, the podcast where we talk about and dissect the most underrated songs from your favourite artists. Here with me to talk about Lady Gaga, I have the wonderful Fern Stone. Yay! Hi! Hello, Fern. If this is your first episode, then welcome. Uh, Every single episode, I get a new guest on and they pick three of the most underrated songs from the chosen artist. We then dissect each song one by one and they have to convince me that their underrated songs are actually criminally underrated. And I will make my verdicts at the end of the episode and add all my criminally underrated songs to the top tier playlist. Would you like to introduce yourself to any listeners that haven't come across your stuff? So basically, I am also a reaction channel on YouTube. That's how I actually met Dan. I've supported Dan's work before I even knew who I was. For some people who might be listening to this to this for the first time, I'm a YouTuber as well <laughs> and I do reaction content. So I listen to and dissect music on there as well. So that's kind of the background where we're coming from. I also love to make music, as does Fern. But yes, so today we're here to talk about Lady Gaga, one of my favourite artists ever. If you've been living under a rock for the last 15 years and don't know who she is... <laughs> She burst onto the scene in 2009 with Poker Face. With no, it was Just Dance, wasn't it? Just Dance. Poker Face, Bad Romance, Born This Way. She's had so many hits. She's even had like a late stage career, well, late mid stage career in acting and has now been nominated and won Oscars for her roles in Star is Born. And hopefully she'll win an Oscar for her role in The Joker, (laughs) the sequel to Joker as Harley Quinn. But today we're not here to talk about Lady Gaga's hits. We are here to talk about her underrated songs. So Fern, how did you discover Lady Gaga? Like, and who is she to you as an artist? Okay, so when I discovered Lady Gaga, it was actually... I heard, like, probably, like, the demo of Disco Stick on YouTube. Oh, wow. Uh, So it was before she came out with Just Dance. Wow. I know, really crazy. Yeah, I I heard it and was like, what the hell? This is really cool. And then um, Just Dance came out and I was probably like 13 at the time and I clicked with it immediately Mm. and she just took over from there. And that was in my like formative years of growing up. So she inspired like me to be myself and to also be extremely creative and not care what anyone thinks either. Um, So yeah, she was a huge inspiration on who I am today. Just like being able to express myself artistically Mm. without any fear of what people think. It's like no boundaries, isn't it? It's like, this is my creative expression and you can take it or leave it. That really is like... Yeah. Such a key thing for her from the beginning. So true. Yeah. I can't believe that, like, you can say that you heard the demo of dis- <laughs> Disco Stick. And that was, and actually having Disco Stick as your first Lady Gaga song ever is, like, legendary, to be completely honest. Like, my, like, first intro to Gaga was I remember hearing Poker Face on the radio for the first time. I was in my friend's sister's car and her, and her sister was driving and she was like, oh, this is this new song that's like 
taken over like everyone's obsessed with it i'd kind of missed just dance i guess and i was like this is weird i remember everybody at the beginning was like who is this chick like and she was like so kind of out there i was quite a kind of soft (laughs) musical theater kid and i think when i first came across her i was a little bit like scared (laughs) i love that i had a friend who had i think he'd got all of her stuff off of (laughs) limewire oh my god yes (laughs) not promoting illegally downloading music so i just i consumed her as like a mainstream person just through radio and then when born this way came out my friend gave me like all this all this stuff and i kind of then started standing like specific songs i was obsessed with speechless i listened to speechless on repeat for like a like years <laughs> it's still one of my favorites i get it skip forward a bit when art pop came out i was on the cusp of being a massive gaga fan but then that like all the promo for that was like like her being sick on the drummer and all the like all, all that shit really kind of threw me off and so i kind of like oh bounced God. away so then when she did joanne i was like okay i started looking at all her live stuff online started realizing like that a lot of her music was really conceptual and that there was so much depth to it and that was when i started going in hard like i got joanne nice. was obsessed with joanne And then I started going through all of her albums and then realising like there were so many different songs on every single one of her albums that I was obsessed yeah. with. Yeah, it and like clicked went from there. one yeah, day yeah, sort of exactly. thing. Yeah, I think like for that me, that happened it was with me like, and Lana, to be fair. Fair enough, yeah. So yeah, so it all kind of clicked into place and I quickly became like a mega fan and flew to mm. Vegas to go see her in the Vegas show. I literally went there on my own. <laughs> oh I, my God! I got, I got the tickets for the like Enigma <laughs> Vegas show and, and the jazz show in the same weekend. And I turned it into like a six-week trip, like... Uh, backpacking up the up the coast of California and across the Denver and stuff. Dan, this is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know this about you. This is so cool. And it was all kind of full circle because the friend that I said I downloaded the music, they gave me the music. I actually, on that trip, went to visit him because he now lives in America. That is just too wholesome. I know. And we saw Cher. <laughs> oh my God, that's so cool. So Fern, would you like to introduce what is your first underrated song that we're listening to today? So the first underrated song from Lady Gaga I have chosen is Electric Chapel. Electric Chapel. (laughs) So let's listen to a little bit of Electric Chapel. Electric Chapel. This song featured on Lady Gaga's Born This Way, which was, what, 2011? I'm terrible with dates of albums. It was, let me, should I Google it quick? Yeah, 2011. Why have you picked this song for me today? Number one, I was going to choose Heavy Metal Lover. And the reason I picked that one and then changed my mind is because (laughs) I never liked Heavy Metal Lover for ages. For Mm. ages, I just didn't like it. And then one day it hit me and I was obsessed and like got on a total like, you know, I love this song. I'm playing it every day. Yeah. 
But when I was looking up uh, the songs, I saw that Electric Chapel had a lot less listens on Spotify than mm. Heavy Metal Lover. And I was like, oh, that's weird, because I've always loved Electric Chapel. Right. I don't know what it is about the song. I think it's just that beat. And, da, 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 and that, like, did did it also takes me to a place in my mind like I can actually visualise a chapel in the dead of night with like a mm. neon like crucifix like above it you know oh, on yeah. you know yeah and then I, I imagine going inside of it and it's all like dark blue and dark magenta lighting and it's mm-hmm. just like a nightclub in a chapel yeah so yeah like holy festival it's yeah. just cool I have this in my notes but I'm gonna say it now I love the references to it almost being like her church but it's also the dance floor you know yes um, exactly I, that's such, and i feel like that's such a key theme for the album is like she's like the mother of this queer church where she's <laughs> yes. making it okay for people to be exactly who they are and that's why Absolutely. the whole album has all these references to you know uh, mary magdalene and to yeah. uh, you know obviously marrying the night Totally. You know, this like the whole album is full of references to religion and how she's creating this like safe space for like queer people. And so this song, therefore, is quite key in terms of the concept of the album. A hundred percent. And I also just love like the way she sings things in it, like Mm. follow me. Like that sound, mm. like the way she like belts it. I don't know, it just punches. And like, yeah. you know, that kind of like... The push it, and pull between... Dynamics. Yeah. Yes, push yeah, and pull yeah. very much between, so. Like, I love it. Choppy phrases and the long phrases. Yes, really like exactly. Playing with you and building up tension and releasing it in nice ways. Like, yeah. yeah, and I love that about it. The lyric that I really picked out, pray for your sins right underneath the glass disco ball. Mm. Um, such a central lyric for the song and such a central lyric for the album in general that's one of the things that i that i picked out that i really liked about it it's so visceral as well you know yeah. you can really see it there's a lot of imagery in this song mm-hmm. like she actually paints a lot of pictures within it mm-hmm. and that always stood out to me when i was young and now there were just songs like that that made me want to dance yeah. but also because the words are quite visceral they're like paintings it made me want to like do like fun dances to it you know mm-hmm. like kind of like tiktok dances before tiktok yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> where you kind of interpret it <laughs> yeah the thing is that the highs of born this way are so high that i'm sure there are mm. loads of tracks on here that are, are going to be people's favourite but simultaneously are going to be underrated because like yes like, yes you know, totally always going to be talking about the edge of glory but yeah Electric <laughs> Chapel it's not my favourite song in Born This Way I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out there I really enjoy the concept of it I think that the lyrics are like really important for the album the only thing is that like I think amongst the bombast of the rest of the album like for me kind of feels like a little bit of a come down it's almost like a little bit of a chill i'm sure that she wanted to have light and shade throughout the whole album that's that's great yeah 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 but i feel like it kind of gets lost in the shuffle i don't know it just yeah it spoke to me interesting (laughs) there's something about that bit where she's like if you want me meet me at electric chapel It's got like a little bit of like a lure to it mm-hmm. that it's like seductive. feels like 
yeah, and you're getting pulled in and she really wants you to come to this church where everyone is accepted, but it's almost like she's also luring you in in like a sexy way, you know? Yeah. She wants to, she even says, if you want to steal my heart away, yeah. meet me baby in a safe place. That's what she says, and I'm like, that is adorable. That's the and same also, place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Actually, hearing that little bit again, I'm like, I do love this song. Yeah. I love it so much. <laughs> it's certainly growing on me, especially hearing you talk about it. Like, because, like, for me, like, upon like initial listen, it almost feels like it doesn't go anywhere. I think because like I do get I'm that. used to it kind of like building and then going into big places. But maybe maybe the fact that it doesn't go there actually is maybe part of its strength and why it's a little bit Yeah. Different. It's like a cruiser. It's a cruiser. Yeah. Like you could play it while driving and feel like you're just kind of like, yeah. you know, you're imagining you're like driving late at night and just like kind of cruising along with it. It just has that kind of steady... Dun, 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 yeah. And it's just like, it's a journey, but that doesn't have to, like, if you think of Gypsy whatever it doesn't get bigger and bigger yeah. it just kind of keeps going until it ends so something You've about that i love another one of my favorite i <laughs> knew it'd be a favorite song. of yours <laughs> <laughs> i knew it the theatrical <laughs> ones like <laughs> oh so good <laughs> oh dear If you're loving what you're hearing and you want more, then head over to my Patreon. Over there, you can listen to the extended cut of every single episode where you can follow our every strange tangent that we go on. You can also watch the video version if that so pleases you. You can also get the chance to be part of the Patreon call-in episode where you can tell me your own underrated songs that you believe belong in the Criminally Underrated playlist. So yeah, head over to Patreon, search for Lucen. It is called The Crying Club, or you can click the link in the show notes. Anyway, back to the episode. Shall we go on to the next song? Would you like to introduce what the next song is, please, Fern? Okay, so my next underrated Lady Gaga song is Perfect Illusion. I know it was a single, (laughs) but it was an underrated single, I have to say. And even I judged it before I started to love it. Yeah. So... Yeah. Perfect Illusion was actually the lead single from Lady Gaga's fifth album. It was her taking a really big turn away from electropop and into almost like country, singer-songwriter, western-style stuff. She has a pink, was it a Stetson, the hat? Like the country and western hat on the album cover. It's like very, very big turn. And so the fans, I think, were quite shocked to kind of hear an album like this from her. A hundred percent. Yeah. It it was a shock, but it was such a like happy shock from like the get go for me. Yeah, like when because I love that sound. If I'm honest, like yeah. that kind of oh, just always gets me, me the country western sort of vibe. But- <laughs> yeah, totally. And it's like I like my early fanness of Gaga. I was obsessed with more like with the ballads and stuff. So it was like speeches, mm-hmm. and I think that's why I connected with her during this era was because it was almost like a gateway for me. Oh yeah, yeah. So perfect illusion. Why do you think it's underrated? What about this song is really really good that you don't think other people understand? Okay, so in a way, I don't know what other people think of it. I'm okay. just going to go off what my first yeah, judgment yeah, yeah. was, I guess. Yeah. So when I first heard it, I thought I didn't love the chorus. It was a 
was in love. It was like a little yes. bit irritating to me. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, but I am a little monster, so don't worry. I can never be irritated with Lady Gaga for real, for real. But <laughs> I was scared that she was going really mainstream, like in a sense of like mainstream, mainstream. Okay. For some reason, it felt at that time really mainstream, that song. Uh-huh. As I listened more and more, especially within the album, I started to find like the bit that like really got me is the hook. Like those parts, oh my God, they just grab me by the bloody throat every time. (laughs) And it it hits so hard. And then also watching the music video, Mm. like properly. I love that music. And feeling how raw it is. Mm -hmm. And like her eyes rolled back, you know, perfect illusion. Like she's blind to like what was going on. And like think of that, the name, like you're, you know, just basically it wasn't love. It was a perfect illusion. Like, that is just so poetic and beautiful. Yes. (laughs) And also, I think I started loving the song more when I had come out of my first, like, proper relationship. Mm -hmm. So, kind of made sense. I related to it. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I would say I would think it was underrated because it was such a shocker. When Perfect Illusion came out, I loved it. I felt like it was, like... Um, her performing in a really raw way, like her voice sounded really raw. It felt like there was less like electronic production on it. So it felt like we were connecting to her more, like, and all those kinds of things. It was what I really wanted out of her as an artist. I think the public perception is that they didn't want that out of her as an artist and that Mm. it kind of was so far away from what they expected. So therefore kind of didn't work for them. And I think like the kind of general perception of the album now is that it is one of her weakest. The central theme of the album, looking at like familial trauma, like the trauma of her aunt dying at a young age and how that's been passed down through her family. um, And then attempting to heal that through um, exploring herself within music, which I think is beautiful, A, and B, like comes like with some of her absolutely most beautiful songs. And so... Coming back to Perfect Illusion, I think the central hook is brilliant. You know, obviously, like you were saying, like the emotional link to it, like all, the, the, all that side of things was brilliant as well. And that really kind of cemented like what is Joanne going to be about? But I do think that like it doesn't necessarily represent Joanne as an album, like production wise and stylistically. And so... It is so unrepresentative of Joanne, the album. The other side of it, I feel like... The production is a little bit too simplistic for me. I don't think it kind of... It's attempting to kind of be this super raw, super big, like, dramatic song. Her voice takes it there, totally. Yeah. But I don't think the rest of the production of the song really goes far enough for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Not even the key change. Okay, the key change is great. <laughs> <laughs> but it still doesn't take it there for me, I don't think. I do think the thing redeeming it is definitely the energy and the performance and her vocal. Yeah. And I love the music video and everything as well. Yes. Um, and the hook. And the hook. Ah, oh, gets in my head all day and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say this idea of a perfect illusion that she's been fooled by someone. A love that you thought was the perfect love. The illusion of it being broken because someone's broken your heart. I just love that kind of uh, central idea and how that kind of plays yeah. into the song. It's a sad bop, really. Yeah. It is, yeah. It's really like a scream your heart out to it song. I'm loving it when I think of like the lyrics and I'm loving it when I think of the little hook bit that I like. But actually when I do think, and I love the music video, but actually when I am thinking the rest of it, yeah, it doesn't go off as much as it could. 
Let you me know. remind you, you are supposed to be convincing me that it is. I know, but now I, I'm being <laughs> unconvincing I've myself. I've you around, it's not. I? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe you're the better convincer. <laughs> Maybe I'm easily manipulated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Would you like to introduce our final underrated song, please? <laughs> okay, so this song is from the art pop era and it is called Mary Jane Holland. Woohoo! Mary Jane, Jane. Holland! Woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a bop. So I was today years old when I realised what this song was about. <laughs> I love that. I can't believe I saw a song called Mary Jane in Holland and I had no idea. <laughs> I didn't know that either when I first heard yeah. it. It was only when I um, looked into... <gasps> Um, her talking about it and she mm-hmm. like said oh she literally went to Amsterdam undercover dressed completely undercover and just like lived the Amsterdam lifestyle and Amazing. smoked it up for listeners who might not know 10 years ago this month to the recording Lady Gaga released Art Pop and it was a very very high concept album the th- central theme being that she was exploring the worlds of art within pop music so there was a lot of visuals too and in terms of like critical public reception people are pretty split it's like love it or hate mm. it type work this album I personally love of it the like the whole, the, as an album as a concept i yeah <laughs> i do i absolutely freaking love the whole album i yeah. really do when did you first discover the album i knew she was coming out with it so i remember getting myself down to hmv after college <laughs> 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 truly and then i bought the album and came home and i think it even had uh itunes like DVD where you could watch her do the li- like live show at iTunes. Oh, like okay. um so it had a DVD with it, which was really cool yeah. because then you got to see her do the songs live as well. Yeah. Yeah, I put it on and as soon as I heard Aura. I was like oh. holy moly, holy this is good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I was just like jaw drop song after yeah. song this song though I, it didn't click with me at first mm-hmm. no it wasn't yeah. a standout when you've got songs like aura and guy so this one almost felt like i don't know whether it was sensory overload for me mm-hmm. but it really did have a little bit too much going on at the time okay yeah but then with time it started to become a favorite yeah <laughs> I'm really glad you picked this one because like, again, I was the same. I first discovered Art Pop a lot later. So as I was saying earlier, my discovery of Gaga was delayed. I guess it was 2016, 2017 that I full, that mm. I actually fully properly listened to Art Pop for the first time. I remember like loving her VMA's performance that she did of Applause when she first, when she first launched oh, this yeah. era. I remember loving that. I always that. forget about applause, you know. Yeah. Oh, such, I love that song so much. It's so um, good. It's so good. <laughs> and, um, but like after that with 
with it kind of getting more and more and more bombastic and crazy, I bounced quite hard off of that era. Um, and so mm. it wasn't until quite a lot later that I really started to listen to it and appreciate it. Um, and the same for me, like when I first started getting, getting into it, I was like, oh my God, how... I don't think I was ready, but then when I was ready yeah. to accept it, I was like, oh shit, this is insane yes. the whole album is bonkers it's like if you want gaga at her most gaga it is this album so if anyone is listening That's and so has listened to this album i would recommend giving it a listen if only just to kind of study it because it really is oh, just yeah. that kind of edm electropop wave of music mm. to the nth degree and so yes i think that's also part of the reason it didn't do so well and why it kind of remains one of her underrated albums is because of the way the industry was changing so that was the same year that lord released um royals and mm. pop music in general shifted so far so much in such a short time after that like it was all very quiet very down tempo very intimate music yeah. that was doing that was really kind of doing the rounds it was almost like people got sick of the edm you know rihanna yeah. gaga Katy perry era and went completely yeah. opposite way and so gaga doing the most edm kind of <laughs> electronic album at this point kind of then missed the mark because everybody was starting to go the other way whereas like yeah. for instance Beyonce I feel like she kind of weathered the storm a little bit better because she um did her self-titled album which did go right. like into a more intimate kind of place so yeah so mm. I kind of think that's why this album remains underrated um but if you listen yeah. to it out out of outside of that context like it's fucking amazing <laughs> yeah 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 that makes a lot of sense actually mm. i just lived breathed gaga if she had a new album i'm listening so yeah. i've just followed her trajectory uh-huh. of like music yeah i just loved it straight away and i think obviously it's a bias as well because i love gaga so i just <laughs> fall in of love course. with it you know <laughs> yeah you're willing to go the extra mile for her because yeah like, that's it. it might sound weird but i'm willing to trust her on it type thing yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, so, okay, so what is it about this song out of all the songs in Art Pop? Why was it this one? Okay, so we're going back to that same old theme of it wasn't my favourite at first. Right. But it, it, like, suddenly grabbed me. And I, I'll tell you what, it's the second verse that just absolutely keeps me coming back. Uh-huh. Yeah. And she does it in, like, this yeah, like she, she gets like, to that growly register oh, in her voice. Mm. And, like, I could picture it. And I could picture her also, because I'm pansexual. Mm. I felt attracted to her in yeah, those parts. Yeah. And, like, she had, like, a, this... Like, the whole song has this kind of masculine energy as well, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, the way she does it. and well, she plays with that so goes, much throughout the whole album, doesn't she? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And the way she's, like, you know, if you have fear... Sit on, and that reminded me of um, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas... Uh, as well the movie and it's a very drug fueled okay. crazy thing yeah. even that song was kind of giving me like a Hunter S. Thompson or like Quentin Tarantino feel for some reason and like okay. also like a masculine energy that yeah. and like she was kind of sexy in it like come and sit on my Leah like and play him like play him like a piano yeah like I'm just like oh what does this mean it sounds on? sexy but I don't what know what's going on what is this <laughs> right and then even when she's like Russian hookers and cheat yeah. drinks yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. I'm just like oh my god it's just like painting this real undercover but like gritty kind of dirty like like time she's had you know just like Mm. smoking the old devil's lettuce
And, and, it, and it's also very loose of her to be like, yeah, I get down and smoke some whatever and just yeah. like have a good time. And this whole album is wrapped in Greek mythology. In this one where yeah. she says, um, Apollo sit on my Leah. Yeah. You know, Leah is a oh, instrument, yeah. but also Apollo is the one that um, loved Daphne in Greek mythology. Okay. And Daphne was trying to escape Apollo all the time, mm-hmm. right? And then she begs her father to like do something about it. And he turns her into a tree. Oh. So. Oh. Yeah. Oh my I God. I know. Oh my God. I know. God. So it ties back into the old Mary Jane. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Oh my God. And it's to escape so... this person. But for her, it's escaping the fame, yeah. escaping all the popularity. So, like, you know, wow. Levels are. <laughs> She's a genius. I, know. I swear. She actually is. Oh my God. I'm going for it now. Sorry. But even in the, the bridge. bridge. Is fucking amazing. Mm. I love the bridge. The bridge is my favorite bit. Sorry. I've got, whole, I've got like a whole page of notes about the bridge, but carry on. We can talk. <laughs> we, you, you, go, you go ahead then. I'll I'll stop myself and you oh. go ahead <laughs> i'm really going off on this one this song okay <laughs> again i was the same when i first heard this song a while back it felt like a little bit out of place i didn't immediately right. get it and i think for me it's grown over time because mm-hmm. i've started to appreciate like the depth in the production and in this song the tempo is slower but the production is just as clever there are two moments yes. that i want to talk about in the production so there's the first bit in the post chorus You know what I realised? I it, swear w- I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew it from the start. Even before you, like, you were saying, oh, this is a bit in the production. I knew you were going to say that bit. The way it, like, drowns and comes back. Yeah. T- oh. I, t- I tell you what that is. I, I realised this today. I tell you what she is doing there. She is mimicking breathing in. She's mim- mimicking taking in a smoke of the joint. She's go. <sighs> And that's the way that they use a filter. Ah! I know, I know, I know. It's I was like, oh my God. Um, so the way that she uses a filter to like filter out the background. So she takes off all the high frequency stuff in the music in the background. So it sounds yeah. like you're almost like underwater and you're in a haze. Yeah. And it's, she's mimicking this idea of breathing in. And then when it comes back in, you're like, oh, oh, it's like she's breathing. And it's that. Oh my gosh. That she's makes me want to smoke right now. She's painting the picture of, <laughs> of, of taking a toke of a joint. Like I, just, I love that. I've mind. never even thought of that. I know. Oh, oh my that, gosh, that's I, so cool. Literally, it came to me today and I was like, oh my I God. I love it when that happens. Yeah. Where it's like a nail on the head moment. You and you're moment. like, ooh. And I and yeah. I love the other thing is the middle eight, I think, really is just genius, genius oh, work. Because it's so it, good. It almost paints like a religious depiction of getting high. Let me just play the bit that I'm talking about just for the listeners. Go for it. It bends down. Oh, it's like we're in a haze. <laughs> oh, this line is the fucking best. I know. It's all right because I'm... <laughs> I'm as rich as piss. <laughs> so sick. That's so good. And the way it's like... It is a religious experience, her... It really is. And she is literally... She's getting elevated. She's getting physically, mentally, emotionally... she's ascending! Spiritually, (laughs) she is ascending in this moment. And it is fucking genius. And, like, musically, it, it works on another level as well. Because I tell you what it does musically... 
So this song is in E minor. I checked this earlier today. I was, I was just double checking the chords. The home chord is a minor sound. And then in this middle eight, she sets up the resolution. So she uses a fifth chord or whatever to make you think that you're going to go back to that E minor chord. But instead she goes to an E major. Um, mm. And so you kind of have this lift the lift we were talking about. But what yeah. makes it even more genius is, this is called the Picardy Third, and it is a technique in classical music where you resolve to the major instead of the minor and is very, very prevalent in religious music. And so she is, oh. in this moment, with the music, with the production, with the lyrics, creating a religious experience. It's intentional. In, 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 yeah, intentionally, through the music, through the sound, she's creating a religious experience and she's totally. linking it to getting high. And it's, for me, ah. absolute genius, complete genius. And she is really and you know showing And what's off. even more beautiful about that is yeah. like, because you know the story is that she was going, she even says in her song, let's go under radar tonight. Yeah. She says that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, so that's so under the radar, but then the bridge lifts you out that under yeah. and lifts you up and mm-hmm. out because she's so famous she's you know you know wearing a disguise and yeah. you know under the radar but then she's smoking she feels completely like above everything actually yeah. she you know there's a lot of so under not, and above yeah, going on that's so clever right oh. under i mean oh no, there's i mean there's religious context to that as well right heaven and yes. hell um oh. Exactly. And the devil's lettuce. That's what they, you know. Of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) And and, and how it's almost a song about her finding freedom by disguising herself. You could even link it to drag. You know, there's a way of like Mm. when people dress up as drag, they in drag, they become more themselves because they feel the freedom to be able to do anything. And that's kind of what she's done. She's dressing up as this character, Mary Jane Holland, and therefore has the freedom to completely express herself. And also, have you seen the pictures of her when she went? She literally is wearing a flannel t-shirt, a cap. She has a natural brown hair but it's like <gasps> short and wavy at the time okay. no makeup yeah that was under the radar for the art pop era yeah like totally. so it was just it was just like wow she just is herself but that for her was under the radar yeah uh you know herself in her natural like opposite, form of course. like like her drag is her That's normal what I'm way of being yeah it's like the opposite yes. yeah Oh, oh, so good. So many levels. But also, I love the line where she's literally like, I know that mum and dad think I'm a mess, but it's okay because I'm rich as piss. Do you know what it does? It breaks the fourth wall in a way, yeah. you know? It kind of is like, it's comedic in a way of like, you know how celebrities don't talk about their wealth and they don't talk about this, but she's just like so open, like, I'm fucking rich. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, yeah. Just so I don't know. Something was so powerful about that. And then when she goes, the grass um, seeps up my insides yeah. or something, and my brunette starts to sprout. I feel like that's like almost like because she's natural. Yeah, natural brunette. Oh my god. So it all and she went out like I said with her natural brown hair yeah. when she. So oh. it is very like this natural. Oh my god, you've blown my mind. That is amazing. <laughs> no, you blew mine. <laughs> <laughs> that is like so beautiful. The fact that she's having this experience and being able to reconnect with her true self outside yes. of of all the drama and the drag of her her yes. career. You know? That is really, really, really cool. You know what I thought that was about? The brunette starting to sprout. I got the image of the end of a cigarette with all the 
like when you when you hand roll and you have like the brow. That's kind of cool as well. Yeah. That's what I, that was that was what my where my brain went to. I like that. It could be both though. It could be like of joining. Course. I'm sure. You know it what is. I mean? I'm sure it, it is. Of course. Knowing her, she's probably thought about it on twenty different levels that we hadn't even thought about. <laughs> yes. This is definitely the best out of my picks, actually. <laughs> uh, like I feel like I feel like the listeners are going to know what my verdict for this one is already. Like just by how much I know. We're so elevated it. on this one. So before I make my verdict, is there anything else you'd like to say to convince me? Electric Chapel, I think, is amazing because not every song has to be a banger. Mm. Some can just be nice cruisers and the message of it, the imagery of it is beautiful. And like the message truly is so strong and makes you feel safe and secure in who you are Mm. perfect delusion it's just the hook baby (laughs) (laughs) i just love it and i love the um music video so i have got i can't convince you much in that one because i'm kind of like i know you like it anyway but (laughs) yeah i don't know it's a hard one and of course mary jane holland what really more is there to say i think i've done my done my bit I think you have as well. <laughs> okay, so Electric Chapel. Yeah, you've convinced me of Electric Chapel. What you're saying about the message of it, I think is so important. And actually, yeah. it is really the most important thing about Born This Way is that idea of having a safe yes. place where you can be as you are, as you are. And for born. that to be a religious place. That, for that to be a religious like, place is extremely yeah. important and so much of a yeah. big part of the the whole narrative, the whole album. And so, yes, mm-hmm. I'm going to say Electric Chapel is a criminally underrated Lady Gaga song and it shall be in the playlist. Second, Perfect <laughs> Illusion. I feel like we came round to this at the end of the discussion but I'm gonna say that although Perfect Illusion is I'd say underrated and a good song I don't think it's criminally underrated because Mm. I don't think it quite goes as far as it needs to go it's a lead single honestly and so it needs to be the biggest thing and it was good but not there and like there are so many better songs on Joanne on that album I totally understand totally and so yes so I'm sorry but you haven't convinced me of a Perfect Illusion boo (laughs) And then finally, Mary Jane Holland. Let's cut to the chase. Mary Jane Holland is <laughs> criminally underrated. It is... It's the most criminal of them all. It is the most criminal of them all. It is insane. It is a beautiful song that has so many levels to it. From the lyrics to the production to the references, she has all of her eyes dotted and all of her T's crossed. And she is doing something for me in the production that I haven't heard in any other song ever and takes me to such big heights that like, I can't believe she doesn't do it on every single tour and it's not a like, <laughs> top favourite song, you know? So Mary Jane Holland is criminally underrated and will be going into the top tier playlist. Cool. Yay. There we go. Thank you so much Ooh. for joining me today, Fern. It has been an absolute oh, delight you. to talk Lady Gaga with you. I've had a lovely time. I've had an amazing time. and Honestly, thank you so much. I really hope we get to see this again because, oh my God, just being able to just chat about music yeah. we love. We definitely so should. fun. You'll be back for season two, yeah. don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> don't kill me off. <laughs> Would you like to tell the listeners where to find you? Yes, you can find me me fernstone 
on YouTube, and I'm called Fernstone Artist on Instagram. Definitely That's go follow it, her really. content. She does absolutely <laughs> brilliant music reactions. You should definitely go and follow Fern. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> on whatever platform you are on, make sure to rate and review and follow this podcast for more. Make sure to also let me know on social media or in the review whether you think these songs are underrated or not and what Lady Gaga songs you would consider her most underrated. If you want to listen to extended versions of this podcast or watch the video version of this podcast head over to my patreon which is called the crying club i'll leave a link for you the link will be the links in the description and the link will be in um it's on all my socials and everything as well so you can head over there there's a lovely community of people over there and actually also to be part of the patreon mail in episode which i will be recording at some point as well where the patreons will be able to choose songs to be featured on the podcast i've been dan aka lucent thank you so much for joining me fern bye <laughs> lovely i guess that's it Yay! Yay!